Welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast, where we go deeper into Sunday's gospel reading to help you influence the world for Jesus. I'm Danny Sullivan. And I'm Father Rob Gallia. And this podcast is presented to you by FIG Ministry. So welcome back to the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We're so excited to be going through this these scripture verses. And I'm still loving doing this podcast. I'm still loving studying. I'm still loving just going deeper into the scriptures because even I, I have so much to learn about the Word of God. So Danny, how are you enjoying this? Yeah, I'm really loving it too. I'm super glad that you're still liking it after two episodes. If <laughs> just you two were, episodes. Yeah, if you were getting sick of it by now, I'd be like, we should probably rethink season two. But no, I I love it. I We were studying just earlier and both of us just kind of went silent and ignored each other. Yeah. And every now and then we'd be like, this is really good. This we're really it. enjoying this. Yeah. And because the word of God is so rich and so amazing mm. and so we've heard it time and time and time again. And then all of a sudden when you study it, when you understand the aspect, like the context of it, it just makes so much sense. It's just so beautiful. And so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited even to explain this gospel of this Sunday to you with Danny. And also, Danny, this has been an exciting week for you. Tell us a little bit about your your week. Um, In terms of work or just my life? And you got a particular acquisition. Oh, we mentioned that last week. But it arrived but yeah, this week. <laughs> yeah, now I actually have her, my little puppy. Um, I settled on the name Pippa. I thought uh, Gwendolyn. No, not Gwendolyn. Yeah. yeah, well, there was a lot of peer pressure not to call her Gwendolyn. So her full name is Pippa Gwendolyn, oh, but wow. she doesn't know that. And she's perfect. She woke me up four times last night and every time I was like, I'm so angry. I'm so tired but I love you. <laughs> and the worst part was we actually had like filming for a really exciting um, project here this morning and I had to be on camera. And every time I woke up so that she could go to the bathroom, I was just like, oh, I'm going to look so tired on camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens to me as well. My dog, which is cuter than your dog, mm. but you have a cute, uh, cute dog. She's but very cute. I still think my dog's cute. And my dog's yeah. a bit more mature and less trusting than yours. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday we like had these incredible events for the Sandhurst students. There was, you know, over two days, there was 1600 students or something like yeah, that. Amazing and few days. Yeah. You gave the keynote. And part of that was you had a picture of your dog on the screen and you're like, yeah. my dog's cuter than yours. And for the first time I was like, no, no. <laughs> my dog's cuter than yours <laughs> no a little eight-week-old puppy she's beautiful and oh, she, she loves nice. everyone and so friendly and she runs like a horse oh she does and she's gonna be Gallops. pretty big so it'll be pretty great when she runs like a horse but she's an actual dog size yeah. not just little baby puppy with long legs uh, maybe what we can do is we can even post a photo of her oh. on the frg ministry page okay so, if you well, insist <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, just uh, check her out yeah, yeah. she um, already has puppy. her own instagram Maybe I've we'll put two photos, friends. my dog and yours. First yours, and then yeah. you slide, and then you'll see mine. Then can we vote? <laughs> oh, no, I, no, I don't want to do that, just in case. We can people, vote. people might vote for you just because they know that goes over. It's a celebrity to you. dog. Yeah. And then poor people will have a heartbroken. I'll oh. be inconsolable. Oh, my goodness. But I think we need to get to the scripture of this week. <laughs> so, Danny, would you proclaim the gospel for us for um, this Sunday, um, which is Luke 13, verses 22 to 30. He went on his way through the towns and villages, teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, strive to enter by the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. But once the householder has risen up and shut the door, you will begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, Lord, open to us. 
he will answer you, I do not know where you came from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There you will weep and gnash your teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrust out. And men will come from the east and the west and the north and the south and sit at the table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some who are last will be first and some who are first who will be last. Wow. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. But we're just going to bring it down short to, <laughs> to the next, uh, for the next 20 minutes um, to uh, break this open for you. Um, I, I, I love this scripture verse, but even as I was reading it, there's so many points to make, but ultimately it's all about the kingdom of God. Mm. So it, the, the context is people asking, basically, does heaven exist and who's going to get to heaven? Does hell exist and who belongs there? And so there's this debate, but it's an interesting con- context in which it was, it was asked. Yeah, so I guess, you know, in the context of who asked it, it was asked by a Jewish person and they were asking, you know, is it, do Jewish people go to heaven and Gentiles go to hell? Mm. And, you know, and through this, Jesus answers in a number of ways, which Father Rob, you might want to elaborate on a little bit for us because he pretty much sums it up like, no, that's not how it's going to work. Like there is a narrow door that people are going to have to strive to enter through and it's not going to be easy and it's for everyone. Absolutely. And so again, this is in the context of what we've been studying over the last few weeks, that the Jews always thought that they are the only ones that were going to get to heaven and the Gentiles were going to be locked out. Mm. But Jesus keeps coming back through Luke, the author of this gospel, saying, hey, no, guys, this is not just the Jews. And just because you are a Jew, it doesn't mean you're going to get to heaven. Okay, there are a few things that you need to do. So heaven is uh, about... First of all, let's say heaven does exist. And Jesus says clearly here that heaven does exist. But he also says clearly here in this scripture that hell also exists. Mm. There's a heresy that says that nobody is going to go to hell. Actually, if you read Jesus's words, it's only a few people that are going to go to heaven. And this is a scary thing to think about. He says that it is only a few that's going to go get through this narrow door. If it were a wide door, if it were a highway, then it's so much easier. You see, I was just seeing a Catholic meme um, and it was about that there's a highway to hell, but also a stairway to heaven. <laughs> so these are two songs, the ACDC and then I think Eagles. And it's about them going, um, it, the stairway is so much harder. Mm. The stairway is so much harder and people choose the highway over the, the stairway. So, um, and he talks about this. And what is hell? Hell ultimately is the absence of the presence of God. And well, who is God? God is love, the absence of love. And love casts out all fear. So it's just the fullness of fear, the fullness of emptiness, the fullness of anxiety, the fullness of, of just desperation. And for goodness sake, don't go, don't go there. Don't go there because it's, so, it's, so, it's such a terrible place. And we don't get cast there by God. We choose to go there by rejecting God. And we reject God in a, in a number of ways, which Jesus talks about here in this scripture. And so we need to accept this relationship with God, but also strive through this relationship to become saints, to become like Jesus. And that's a really important point that you just said there, like, you know, that this is a choice that we make, which we spoke about last week, this choice that we make, that we get to choose now every single day 
where we want to go and we we want to be on the narrow road because we know that that's best for us but it's that highway that you're talking about which is easier and that's where most people are that's where the culture is that's where we conform but we're called to be countercultural. we're called not to conform to the world and the pattern of this world we're meant to be on the narrow road and I think that this is really exciting um this study going back to how much I love this study is that for season two we're going to end right at the end of the liturgical year so before mm. advent so while Jesus is on this journey towards Jerusalem for the rest of Luke's gospel and he's speaking about salvation and who salvation is for and heaven and hell and all these things we get to like delve into the richness of that and go on our own journey up until that time where we get to like kind of ring in the happy new year of the church in Advent. But until then, we're all on a journey with Jesus to Jerusalem. And I love it because, you know, we're learning so much about this salvation and who it's for. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and we're learning what we're fighting for and Mm. what we're fighting against as well. And this, um, this also brings out a, a question, you know, like, what about those people? You know, we say that and we know that people go get to heaven by following Jesus, by um, accepting Jesus, like the, the good thief on the cross. But what about those people who don't have never heard about the gospel and have never heard um, the, the, the gospel proclaimed to them? What about them? Is there salvation for them? And this, uh, this is also a quote in the Vatican Council Two document. You remember what the document that I'm referring to is? <laughs> you know, I don't know the Latin <laughs> words. So, lunium. L- lunium gentium. <laughs> so, it's lumen gentium. So, <laughs> this is the first document in the Vatican Council, two documents. Um, and it, but I think it's um, chapter 16, which talks about this. It says this it says, those who through no fault of their own have not heard the gospel proclaimed to them and have not had the opportunity to receive the gospel, there is still hope for salvation through the way they love others, through the way they recognize God, love in others. So there, there is also, there's really no excuse. There's no excuse. God makes it in a sense easy for us to get to heaven, but it comes at a great price because it's on a narrow road, a highway, you're in a nice car, you're air conditioned. You know what I mean? You're going a hundred, 200 miles an hour, whatever it is. And everything is good. You're not getting tired, but on the narrow road, it's gravelly. It's, it's, you, you, you sometimes don't have shoes. You get blisters. It's there. It's taking you long to get there. And you're thinking, when am I going to get there? Is it worth the price? And, <laughs> and while you're on the narrow road, sometimes you're dreaming about the highway. Yeah. You know, it would have been so much easier to get onto the highway. More comfortable. <laughs> exactly. But especially in your car. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't think anyone should be going 200 miles an hour. Though. Oh, well, that maybe in Germany. In Germany, they have these autobahns, which don't have speed limits. Can you imagine? Well, we have and kilometers so- here in Australia and I'm really bad at the conversion and I just double it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, 200 miles is like 400 kilometers, but that's very untrue. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just like terrible. Can hey Siri, Siri, how many kilometers make up a mile? Six one kilometers. So it's 1.61 kilometers in one mile. So my ratio is a bit off. Yeah. So that's 160. <laughs> that's true. That's very fast. 200 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When the, these guys come to Jesus and they ask him this question and their motive is, are Jews going to go to heaven or uh, and are Gentiles going to go to hell? Jesus um, answers them and gives them three things that they weren't expecting. Okay. So th- this is Jesus' answer. The first thing he says is that heaven is never automatic. Okay. 
He's saying it's a struggle. The narrow road is a struggle. And he keeps saying, keeps striving. To strive on the narrow road means to go through the agony of the soul and the spirit. See, it's a, it's, it's a difficult time. The time we're on the journey and we're thinking, is it worthwhile? Should we stay there? Jesus is saying, stay there, strive. It's a struggle. But the thing is, relationship with God is important, mm. you see? Because that makes it bearable. That makes it purposeful. But at the end of the day, relationship with God is not enough. Because there's also the, the, the needing to respond to that relationship in good works, in charity, in perseverance, in struggle. Yeah, and I think with this question as well, they were asking, you know, did Jews go to heaven, did Gentiles go to hell? And Jesus responds with like, I never knew you. And that would have been so hard for them to hear because they are the chosen people. Their descendants are the chosen people. And here Jesus is saying that they won't get in based on that alone. And that it's the narrow path and grace and that relationship, exactly as saying, Father Rob, that will get them into heaven. So imagine how confronting that is for them. They've had, they've grown up and they've believed this, that they are destined for heaven. And then Jesus is like, oh, no, you're not. (laughs) Like, no, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, like, that would have just been crushing. Like, I don't even know how I'd react. I would just walk away probably if I was there. I would feel like I've been lied to my whole life. Yeah. And it's just not just because you're a Jew, just because you're even a Catholic, just Mm. because there was a a lady who came, or I heard of this lady, she's saying that sort of, um, we're talking about heaven. And she says, wait, my my uncle's a bishop, so so I'm okay. I'm going to get to heaven. Mm. But it's not about, ultimately, getting to heaven is who you know. It's not what you know. It's knowing Jesus, okay? Um, Just because you're a theologian, just because you know your stuff, it's not going to get you. To heaven, bishop. or just because I, your uncle's a bishop. I had a quote about that as well, where it's like, you know, God doesn't have any grandchildren; He only has children. Oh yeah. So like, it doesn't matter who who you're related to, or you know, your parents, how holy they are. It's about you being a child of God. Absolutely, that's so good. So he doesn't have any grandchildren; He has only children. You can and use that one if you want. <laughs> I might use it on my homily on Sunday. <laughs> so that's the first thing that heaven is not automatic. The second thing is he's uh, the quote is we ate and drank in your presence. Mm. And this brings us to the Eucharist. You know, we ate and we drank in your presence. And this, again, the question of just because you go to mass, that doesn't mean you're going to go to heaven. Yeah. One hour a week yep. isn't Christianity. Yeah. There was an old Hillsong song that used to say, I say on Sunday how much I want revival, but then on Monday I can't even find my Bible. So it's just about like, I want God on Sunday, I go to mass on Sunday, but then on Monday, I don't live it out. Mm. I can't. um, So it's not just about going to mass, about eating in the presence of God, but it's about living out that Eucharist, becoming the Eucharist to the world. I really love at the end of mass where it's thank, like, you know, we respond with thanks be to God and it's go out and spread the gospel or whatever the, you know, particular missile that the priest uses. And as a kid, I was like, yeah, thanks be to God. We're out of here. We were like a little lolly shop where (laughs) if we behaved well enough, mum and dad would like let us go buy 30 cents worth of lollies. Um, But then as I got older, I was like, oh no, like that's a commission. That's like, we have to go out now and spread the good news. Like it's not just a, all right, this is the final thing that the priest says in mass. Like this is huge. This is for the next seven days, we have to live like this and live and, you know, be Jesus's hands and feet in the world, like in the world until we get back next Sunday where we're renewed and refreshed and receive the Eucharist again so that we can do it for the next seven days. Absolutely. 
and and we can do that daily as well. Oh, yeah. Receive the Eucharist daily, and we still are sent out with that same commission every day, because we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We're filled with God, but at the same time, we we leak, <laughs> we, we we spill out like, and we need to be refilled again, to be re-strengthened, to be forgiven, to be embraced, to be nourished. And so that's the second thing. You know, we ate and we drank in your presence, and Jesus is saying it's not enough. It's not enough. You need to live out what you ate. You need to spend what what I have given you and not just keep it to yourself. And But again, strive to respond to the grace in your life. Again, that's a life of holiness as well. The third thing that Jesus says. So the first thing is heaven is never automatic. The second is we ate and drank in your presence and that's not enough. The third is the, the, the surprise of the kingdom of God. He's surprising the people by just saying that, hey, just be, first will be last and last will be first. But again, in the context of this, he's saying just because you're prominent, it doesn't mean you're going to have a better place in heaven. Okay, so the, the prominence, in fact, will be the unknowns and those who nobody even notices, those under the table, those, those who are, are ignored by, by people will be the princes and princesses in the world to come. And I also think about that, like, you know, this surprise in the context of who's hearing it. He's also saying like, you know, those in the East and the West and the North and the South, they're going to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, which is, again, it's not the chosen people. Like the surprise is that everyone is going to be there. It doesn't matter on race, gender, Mm. anything like that. Like heaven is for every single person um, that chooses to enter the narrow door, that chooses to kind of strive through that conflict, through that struggle with that relationship with Jesus. That's how you get there, not. And it's, who you are. And that's part of the surprise. Like, surprise, yeah. it's not just for <laughs> Everyone. you. Everyone. Everyone can go. <laughs> and the Jews would have got angry at this. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I, I, we are the chosen people. We have the birthright to heaven. Mm. And now you're telling us, not only that, you're telling us that there's a chance that we might not be there because we ate and we, dr- we drink in your presence. But just because you do that doesn't mean I'm going to get there. But now also you're saying that even the Gentiles can be more prominent than us yeah. in heaven. It's like, whoa, this is like mind-blowing, Not crazy. what they wanted to hear. Not what they wanted to hear. And it just would have been so upsetting. But it's also in the context of us as Christians, just because you go to Mass, just because you're prominent here, just because you've studied your theology, even just because you're a priest or a bishop or, or someone who has a podcast or someone who, who does public speaking and someone who's known uh, an influencer does not mean that you're going to have a more prominent place. And there's a story, again, of this of this woman, you know, the Catholic prominent woman who, who died. And the, the story goes that she gets into heaven and she's greeted by an angel. And she's walked through heaven and she's just so happy that she's finally made it to heaven. She, thank God, has made it into heaven. And she's walking through and she sees these palaces and she sees these huge mansions. And she's saying, wow, this is amazing. This one must be for me. But they go past to the next mansion, which is just as beautiful. And she's saying, well, this one must be for me. But they keep going and going. And eventually the houses start to get a little bit smaller. And as she's looking at these houses, she's thinking, wait, there must be something wrong. And so it's, they're walking and walking and the houses are getting smaller and she's getting upset and saying, what do you mean? I should have this be the mansions. Let's go back. Let's go back to the mansions. And, and eventually they get to the smaller houses and then they come to this small, tiny hut. And the angel says, ma'am, this is your home. 
Well, maybe he calls her by name. I don't <laughs> I was know. Like, that's a very um, <laughs> formal yeah. angel. <laughs> says, this is your home. And she looks at the angel and she says, there must be some mistake. You're wrong. I'm not going to live here. I cannot live here. She said, I should have the mansion. You see, you don't you know who I am? And the angel said, listen, this is the materials you brought with you. And we could only build with the materials that you've brought, that you've sent up. And so ultimately... It's by good works, but not only good works. It's the grace of God, but we need to respond to that grace. The grace of God is these materials. God throws these materials, and enough materials for mansions. But the thing is, we don't respond to grace. So we're throwing, we're neglecting these materials. Uh, and instead, instead, we're just keeping a few scraps here and then because our hands are full with our own agendas. Mm-hmm. Our hands are full with our own problems. Our hands are full with our own uh, um, plans. You know, God says, let go and just build my kingdom, the kingdom of God. And there you'll be able to build a mansion. But it comes from purpose, you know, from understanding this relationship with God. Once we have this relationship with God, we have a purpose. Then we can have the strength to build it through through trial. And there's a word, true. Travail. Through travail, which you... <laughs> which apparently is an English word that I only learned last week or the week before maybe. You put it on social media and yeah. I was like, he's done a typo. I better I better <laughs> tell him. And then I was like, oh, I better double check it because sometimes you say like um, innocuous. That's innocuous. another word you've taught me. And I was, so I Googled it. Turns out travail is a real word. Yes, and it, it means to like struggle or, you know, persevere through trial. Yes. Apparently. And so that's what we have to do. We have to persevere through trial. But the thing is, we don't have to go through this trial alone. We have Jesus walking alongside with us. And we have this encounter with Jesus. We have this relationship with Jesus. And we can cry on Jesus' shoulder. He can lift us. He, the story of the footsteps, you know, he carries us when our feet are sore. And it just, just this difficulty becomes bearable, becomes possible becomes purposeful so again it's not about the good works but it's a response to grace it's a response to the materials that god throws our way so that we can build this mansion and we just need to let go of things of this earth and know that we are all every one of us welcome into the kingdom of god all every one of us are welcome to to take the narrow path towards heaven Mm, absolutely and like that narrow path is you know, only possible with the grace of God, but also like that relationship with God so that when we, you know, God willing, we get to heaven and by the grace of God, we got there, then Jesus can say that he did know us. He He can't say to us, I don't know where you came from because we have that relationship with him. He knows exactly who we are. He knows every hair on our head and he loves us so infinitely and we've responded to that love and we've made the choice to respond to that love while we're here on earth every single day. That's right. And it comes from the three aspects. Again, knowing that heaven is not automatic, that we, uh, it's a response to grace. The second, that we find the strength to know him and to love him as we eat and drink in his presence. And we're nourished by the Eucharist because you see, without the Eucharist, we have nothing. Without, without the source and summit of our faith, without Jesus, we have nothing. And then understanding that the kingdom of God is not about our accolades, but it's ultimately about his grace, about responding to the poor, about being poor, poor in spirit and, uh, and not being recognized, not be, it's not about our prominence and our success, but about our humility in responding to the grace of God and to the suffering in our lives. 
Amen. Amen. So we've reached the end of the podcast for this Sunday's gospel. We hope that you've been able to learn a little bit, something more about this scripture verse so that at mass on Sunday or whenever it might be that you listen to this podcast, you can open the Bible and delve even deeper into what Jesus is saying in the context of when he spoke it 2000 years ago, but also to us today, what does it mean to enter heaven through the narrow gate? So thank you so much for joining us. It's been an honor to have you here and we love hearing from you. So please get in touch at FIG Ministry social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email us even if you're old school. You can email us on podcast at FIGministry.com. And what if they want snail mail? Can they do that? Yeah, P.O. Box. (laughs) It is P.O. Box 96. 96. And it's Strathdale. And that's Victoria, <laughs> Australia. So, and uh, share this podcast with your friends. Yeah. Subscribe. Get people to to um, to join us. Send us your emails. We really want to hear from you, and we want you to be impacted. We want to serve you through understanding the beautiful Word of God. So, God bless you, and we'll hope to see you, uh, to hear from you, and to um, uh, for you to hear from us as well um, <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.